0: We got that direct access to god like we're right in front of him right now even though we can't see him we're there yeah. uh, uh we got uh we can go boldly to the throne of grace as well at any time and you know it's our faith you know our faith in god we can't see him faith is the things you can't see right we can't see jesus we can't see god we can't see the spirit of god but we believe it's there. we got it we got the manifestation of that when we speak in tongues and the love of God is shed abroad in our heart when we're walking by that spirit of God, you know, it's shed abroad in our heart by the spirit of God. And so when we begin to move, when we let God inspire us, you know, and, and we're quite fortunate that we've had some wonderful teachings over the years and to the point that we can really walk by that spirit of God. Because, you know, I was sharing with someone this week that, you know, I, Acts 17.11 was a great record, but I understood it in a totally different light to what I understand it now. And it says, these were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. Like So when you think about that time, these noble guys, they had access to the scriptures. Not everyone had the scriptures. The Jews had the scriptures and some rich people had the scriptures. So when Paul was speaking with these guys, what do you think he was doing? Do you think he opened the scriptures or do you think he spoke by the spirit? And guarantee you now when you let God show you he was speaking by the Spirit of God, because if he was going through the Scriptures, they wouldn't need to go and search him to see whether they were so. And God was working in Paul mightily. He was led by the Spirit of God. And the most amazing thing about that also, that Paul was a Pharisee of the Pharisees, right? He knew the law. He knew it inside out, baby. And But with that Spirit of God in him, it brought everything to life, perspective, God's wisdom, God's revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. God working in him by the Spirit, bringing these things to front. And he can do the same in you. You know, we're to preach the word boldly, without fear. And preaching, you know, we can teach well. We can open the scriptures and we can teach to show someone. But really, when we begin with people, we, we're preaching. You know, we're, we're speaking forth of things God is working in our hearts to minister to the need of that person. Later on down the road, if someone's inquiring, they want to know more, you can open it up to them because they'll receive it properly. And so I've recognized this working with people, you know, that I just begin to just be that example of love, kindness, helpfulness, encouragement. And just speaking forth the wonderful things that God has done in my life. My testimony is just as good as anybody else's testimony in the scriptures or here. God gave the scriptures by inspiration of God. All those scriptures are profitable, beneficial, it's our base. But do you think God's still stopped giving inspiration? No, he hasn't. Those songs that John wrote, by inspiration of God, like newborn, born again, and look at the wonderful words coming from those songs. So God is working in us always, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. And, you know, Paul says, like, I can do all things. It, that I, it wasn't just for Paul. It was in the present tense. For whoever reason, anyone can do this. We can all do all things through Christ, which strengthen in us. You no, know, like Paul, I I strive to preach the gospel. You know, when no one else has, where it hasn't been preached. Like, that's for you too. You can preach that. We want fresh fields. And so, for me, I pray for laborers. I know we do a lot of inreach amongst believers, which is great, which is great encouragement for all of us, but we want this, we want the lost. You know, if you think that Jesus would said, you know, we'll leave the 99 to go for the one that's missing. Just think how precious that soul is. It's either going to have an eternity with the father and have a good life now, or they're going to go through their life having a good life, but not born again. They're going to have eternity in hell. This is just the basics of it. This is the, downright truth of everything. So God has enabled us. And if you think of on the day of Pentecost with Peter, you no, know, he stood up and he didn't have no scrolls. God brought the record of Joel to his mind. And then it says with many other words, the spirit of God was working on him mightily. And these guys were pierced in the heart. What do we do? They were convicted. <laughs> oh man, they were touch. They were convicted. And he says, change direction. Repent. Change direction. And it says, those that gladly, with pleasure, they received these words. This received gladly, if you look it up, is with pleasure. They received these words with pleasure. And they become born again. And it says, and then, after those 3,000, about 3,000, received the Spirit, it says they continued steadfastly in the Apostles' Doctrine, in fellowship, breaking of prayers, and all these things that they've done, this in Acts 2, from 2.41 all the way down. Read the whole chapter. And it shows you what they've done. And God was leading this and directing this. What was the apostles' doctrine? They were talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. They were shown this was the Messiah. And people missed it. <laughs> right? So, and then God just took them on this wonderful journey. And then it went from the churches to the home fellowships, right? Come out of the synagogues to the home fellowships, from home to home. And this is how the, it really moves. Like each person on here can start their own fellowship, your, your own fellowship. You strive to preach the gospel. You do it with God. He's working in you. Paul, when he was born again, I think he went three years into Arabia Desert. He didn't confer with flesh and blood. So who was teaching him? Who was leading him? And then when he went to Jerusalem, he spent time with Peter. He didn't even see James and all the guys down there. And then these Jewish guys, Jewish born again, Christians from the church in Jerusalem, sent their guys into the Galatia area, trying to get people to follow the law of Moses. And Paul was livid. He was livid like righteous anger. Like, you know, this is not the gospel of Christ type of thing. You know, who's trying to teach you this? Who's persuading you? Who's bewitched you? that you should not obey the truth. These guys in the book of Galatians, they began in the spirit. They were moving, shaking. What do you think Paul was doing in the school of Tyrannus? Now, we've all taken classes, so in our minds we think, yeah, they were taking PFL, right? Huh. They were doing this study, that Greek. They didn't need all the study. They didn't need the Greek or Hebrew, or Aramaic, or whatever you want to call it, right? He was encouraged them to move, to move. He was sending them out. How do you think the whole of Asia Minor heard the word of the Lord in two years and three months. Because he was sending them out, encouraging sending them out. It's as we move with the direction of God and what he puts in our hearts and from the words he puts in our mouth when we speak it full boldly, people receive, The humble hearts will receive and then move upon it. I think a lot of the, when, when I look back on my experience I know that word, I shouldn't maybe have used that word experience from what I've learned and seen that many people, you know, you know, got these wonderful classes that we got and they were wonderful classes, right? And, um, but they just become knowledge bound. So it's more about the knowledge rather than the practical and living it. And I think that you can become knowledge bound. You know, you've got to be accurate on this, accurate on that. You can't miss when you're moving by the spirit of God. You're going to be more accurate than any biblical research person. There's nothing wrong with biblical research. There's nothing wrong doing a word study. There's nothing wrong and look at the history of things, how God worked with people. So it's like, I'm not stupid. You know, I I love the scriptures and God takes me to them and I let him lead me to them. And I'm always learning something new. Something that I've read a million times. I've never seen an angle. But when God says, go and read, bang, it opens up. And then you can encourage these things. Because, you know, except the Lord build the house, they labour in vain. Except the Lord watch the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. God is doing this work. And when he sends forth his word, it runs very swiftly. His word is quick and powerful and sharp. It's living energy. So God's always supplying. And our base is the scripture. We come back to the scripture. If there's any disagreements, let's go back to the scripture. You know, if someone is really humble, then we can show, look, this is what we're speaking and, and teaching, because it's there, it's written there, we're not going outside of the base. The rhema words, the logos words, all these different words uh referring to speech, like we call the Bible, the word of God, but actually it's the graphe, the word of God, when you go through the scriptures, will show you that the word of God is what was given by God in that moment in time. Very, very powerful. When you grab that, the scriptures will really open up to you. Because it did for me. I used to argue against all this, but then God humbled me down. My life has changed. It isn't the same. My relationship with God is amazing. I'm hearing his voice. I have a relationship with him. I have a relationship with my God. And he's leading me and he's giving me what to say. I don't prepare for any fellowship or any situation. I don't prepare. I'm all ready to go. And then I'm listening to God. And if he says, I want you to get this ready from the scriptures, I'll go to the scriptures and I'll get it ready. If he says, no, go, I'll give you the word. Majority of the time, that's what I do. And people are being healed. People are being strengthened. We're to strengthen God's people, not to make them weak. And uh, and we're to direct them to connect to God, not our fellowship. They come to fellowship, but we don't... That ain't the purpose of getting them. the, The purpose of them is to connect them to God, to reconcile them back to God, and as they desire and come, then as we share, as they continue to receive the words humbly and meekly and gladly, even if they don't think they need to, but they have the humble heart and receive it, they grow in strength, oxano, the word in um, the book of Acts, there's a word called, you know, they increased, and this word increase is the word oxano, the Greek word. And it means to grow from inside out without compulsion. It's like a sunflower growing towards the light. And that's what a sunflower does. It grows towards the light. And as we're moving with God, then we can increase with the increase of God. Because it's nothing coming from our flesh, not our intellect, not even our Bible knowledge. It's got to be brought to life by the Spirit. Bang. You know, no no one's stopping you. And I'm not afraid of anyone's faces. I used to be, oh, did I say this right? Oh, I may have got that word. No, no, no. God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. So I stir up that gift within me and I allow God to lead me. I can do all things through what? Christ, which strengtheneth me. God is energizing and it's God who works in you both to will and to do of your good pleasure. No, no of his good pleasure. Listen, he's the one who's got to be directing it. I can think, right, okay, well, you know, through my experience, we got to get Bible classes sorted out, we got to get witnessing outreach programs sorted out. That is not how it's done. That is not how it's done. We don't just go. We're sent. There's a difference between me deciding to go and God showing me to go. And if it is God showing me to go to do an outreach program, there will be masses of outreach. Jesus sent forth the disciples twice, didn't he? When we're sent ones, listen, it's not about us and what we think it should be done. It's about being humble to God and, and submitting to Him and letting Him direct our steps. He orders our steps. He makes our feet like I's feet. He sets us upon our high places. And it's very simple. When you do it with God, it's so simple that a young child can do this. So, even like with Becky, like her, her little girl is four, and um we had a lovely night last night with Jack. It was his birth bus, Becky's partner. He's 36. And we all went for an Indian curry. It was lovely. And the, the two children stayed over at Becky's mum's. And then Becky and Jack had to pick them up this morning. And when Becky called me, she turned around and said, she said, like, my mum said, listen to Darcy. And Darcy was speaking in tongues. I'm doing what my mummy does. And then Becky called me in day and I said, Darcy, speak in tongues. And she, like, fluently speaking in tongues. So it's just really amazing. Like if we just let God work, let God lead, there's some people that just can't under- read or write. There's some people that just can't figure it out. So how do we overcome that? We lead them to God, get them in relationship with God. You know, when we, we, we are truly believing, then signs, miracles and wonders will follow him, will follow us. You know what? Healing, deliverance, raising people from the dead, blind eyes being opened. Sick people being healed. That's a sign that you're moving with the one true God, right? Because people believe. Because people believe. It comes from the heavenly words. It comes from what's already been done and what God is working now in our day and time to minister directly with power and authority. Devil spirits run. If you're a genuine ministry or you're a genuine believer, signs, miracles and wonders will follow you. Because it's not coming from you, it's coming through you, from God, through our relationship with him. So God has given us all things freely to enjoy. I know some people get mixed up thinking that we say that uh you don't need the Bible. That is absolutely not true. That's mis- misrepresented, miscommunicated, misunderstood. And um, And I especially know that from where I'm learning from, my minister. And I'm just encouraged. I do one-on-ones with my minister, and he's just courage and certain things. I take it to my heart, take it to God, Father, now you lead me into this. Because I said to you, God, as you told me to connect there, you said to me, in my heart, do exactly what you're saying. And so I said I would do that. So that's what I've done. And I haven't changed one thing since I've come back from India. Not one thing. I've just practiced those basic elements of what I was encouraged before I left India. And everything's changed. I change first. If you want to prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospering, you've got to change first, because prosperity begins in the heart. It begins in your will, your mind, and your emotions. It's the spirit of God affecting all those areas and transforming you. We're not to be conformed to this world, but we're to be transformed by the renewing of our minds that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I am proving what is that good, An acceptable and perfect will of God. What by? The fruit. The fruit of the things. You taste the fruit. Is it ripe? Is it ripe? Does it taste nasty? Is it producing? Is it affecting other people's life? Is it setting people on fire? Is it bringing deliverance and healing and direction? Is it bringing peace to the people's hearts? Sometimes it may not because of other people's understanding and where they may, may be in their walk in their minds. Some people do not receive our words gladly. Some people don't. They've just got the the old tradition doctrine, or wherever they may have learned, wherever that may be, can block them from seeing certain truths. It did me. It really did me, like with the honouring God. I used to think, yeah, you know, people always go on about honouring God, like, you know, after my money, I didn't have on anyway. (laughs) But when I really took it to my heart, and I went to God, and then God just showed me seed, time, and harvest through the scriptures. Genesis 8.22 While the earth remains, seed, time, and harvest. God showed me about laws and principles that govern the universe that He's set up. And then all the way through, seed, time, and harvest even to the book of Galatians, and uh even in the book of corinthians you see it is a beautiful pattern he says i give you power to get wealth in deuteronomy well what's that power to get wealth it's his wisdom his knowledge his joy when we receive it with a humble heart and then do it this is where people have gone wrong and this is what i was getting to because i know a lot of wonderful people beautiful hearts i was one of them I still am now, (laughs) thanks to God. But I was one of them at one time that had a lot of knowledge, mate. I could quote you the Bible out my backside, but I had no fruit. I had no peace. I had no abundance. I had no real direction. I just had the knowledge that I knew. And people would come to me because they loved the knowledge that I knew. But now they're loving the God in Christ in me. Because we are Christ in this world, as he is. So are we in this world. And, you know, and that love of God, that love of God is shed aboard in our heart. When when you practice this way, like, so for me, I'll give you an example here to help you have a bit of understanding. When I come back from India, I thought there were so many people really connecting up with Sangat from the West, but there's lots of people that I thought, yeah, they're really close, they're really doing. And then as I began to practice about a year, a year in, I think self these guys are not practicing, like they're saying something different. I started to see, I started to see between and read between the lines. And then I'm looking at the fruit, because you, you just look at the fruit, the fruit of the person, the fruit of what's being manifested in their life, the ones that say there's something, if there's something for God, just look at the fruit. And I'm thinking, these guys are not practicing. So when I spoke to Sangha, I said, so so and so and so and so are they like I thought they were a really good maze and connecting up. I said he said yeah yeah he didn't say nothing. I just said they're not really to practice in this way like what you've been encouraging because where's the fruit and also the words and then Sangate said to me yes that's true what you're saying and then he said a lot more things to me which just clarified what God was showing me by the Spirit and now I start to realise as I'm moving with God and all of us can have this, because we're all sons and daughters of the living God, that God will start to show you things that you've never seen before. You know, what does it say in Jeremiah 33, call unto me and I will answer thee and show you great and mighty things which you knew if not? I used to think I knew it all. I knew nothing because of the love and because of the simpleness of what God is and who he is and how we can really move and how we can minister effectively you know, and, and if you, like, I've, I mentioned Acts seventeen eleven, but what about Thessalonians when Paul said, you know, we thank God that when you receive the words of us, you received it not as the words of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which is effective in you that believe. See, like, these were just ordinary people. They weren't in the synagogues. There were Gentiles and there was also Jews. When Paul went into there, he would reason with them from the scriptures or out of the scriptures or he'd be speaking and there'd be, debating with him, but these Gentile people, they received his words as the words from God, like whatever he said, Paul, Timothy, and Silas it was like the words of God to their heart, ministering grace, ministering grace, God's favor. It's the grace of God, like God is doing this work. It's not an effort from us, it's a leading by God to do what he wants you to do, and it's obedience. It's obedient, a love and obedience of uh, Father, look, you know, I come from nothing and you've given me everything. I, I want to serve you. I want to walk like my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to be a glory to you. I want to be me for the master's use. Use me, lead me, guide me, show me your way. I prayed this, like, for four years on my hands and knees with tears. People don't know. I was in a point where I even got to confusion. I took all the classes. I didn't even know what was right to believe at one point. But God is the God of deliverance. With God, all things are possible. Because of his great love, like the two songs, John and son, know the love of God. And with God, all things are possible. Your heart has to be tender. Your heart has to be coachable. You have to be open to receive, even if things you're not understanding. Because God is the one that enlightens you. He gives you the spiritual wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. He can show you the length, the breadth, the breadth and and the depth and the height to your heart and to the people that are walking with God. So God is leading all these things. Like, I'm not going to make it happen. God's doing it. It's the work by us. In Second Corinthians chapter 5, you just read it. It was God by Paul. God by the apostles. And and they're saying, we're not to see anyone after the flesh. Not to look at our flesh side. Our flesh side is full of thoughts, right? We don't look at people and their thoughts. But we look at the heart. You hear the words they're speaking. And then you let God work in you to give them words. Sometimes it's just a hand on the shoulder. Sometimes it may be just a hug to say, listen, God loves you and I love you too. And then other times it's just wonderful words that will minister grace to the heart. Our words should be seasoned with salt and grace to build up the hearer. So faith comes by hearing. And hearing the word of God and that word of is can also be from. Hearing the word of God and the words from God. is the words from God in living time. Just like Paul did. Just like Jesus did. He didn't carry the scrolls around him. He knew him. He was the living one, right? He didn't carry any scrolls around He always done what the Father showed him to do. He always spoke what the Father put in his heart to speak. He says, you need no man teach you. Why? Because I'm sending the comforter, the helper. So God has given us this amazing spirit of God. He's given us the wonderful graphy, the scriptures. He's given us the wonderful body of Christ, and he's energizing certain ministers um, with men and women that are there to perfect the saints, to do the work of the ministry. We're to encourage people to do the work of the ministry, so you strive to preach the gospel. You do it. It's in, it's in the present tense when Paul says, I strive. And so that you do this, like, you can do this, like, you can do all things through Christ. It's not coming from your effort or ability, but by the energizing of the Spirit of God within you. So, read Galatians. Read through. Just let, ask God to open your eyes about it. And then here give you a perfect balance. It's God that gives you the balance, not you. And here show you. And He make it very easy, very effective. This is when... You'll start to see signs, miracles, and wonders. Not just once a week, once a month, once every year, or once every meeting. This is where you see it on a regular uh, basis. Because that's how we're supposed This is the normal Christian life. We're to sit, walk, and stand, man. So it's all there. And uh, so I give thanks to God, and I thank you, John, for your ministering and those wonderful words that God inspired in your heart to sing forth. Just like in tongues, we can sing in tongues. But um, yeah, so I just inspired after you said all that to share that.
1: I, I, I got one, one little thing to drop on you. Uh, what I'm going to share, it, I remember you said they searched the scriptures to see if these things were true or not. And I, do you guys do you know Jamajira? Jamajira, wonderful believer, wonderful you know student of the word. And she shared one scripture with me, which I can't I can't tell you that it's true. I can't. T- I, I still haven't studied the scriptures to see if this is true, but I found it. It, it really caught my attention, and I'm going to search, and maybe it, it's something that uh, you know people will join me in the search to see if this thing is true. You know the scripture that says, "Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, by right dividing of the word of truth." You know what she said about that scripture? It was found this so interesting. She says the right dividing is the proper word for the right time. It's not that you're studying to figure out if it's true or not, but it's to, it's the right word given for the right time. So I just, in context of what you're saying, that the Spirit of the Lord is the one who's going to give you that right word for the right time. If you want to be, walk in, 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 in step with God, it's by speaking the right word for the right time, as the Lord gives it to you. So it's not this studying that you're going to figure out what's right and wrong, but that you're going to speak the right word for the right time. And I still, like to be honest with you, I still haven't studied that to see if that's what it says. I still got to go back. But I found it, man, I found it so amazing, especially in light of what you were sharing.
0: <laughs> you know what, I'll add to that, John, I'll add to that. I put a sharing up today, and it's called Rightly Proclaiming the Word of Truth. In that Second Timothy 2.15, it is, um if you look at the context, it's about words. Right? And when you look at Lamb's translation, it's, um it's put forth a diligent effort, rightly proclaiming the word.
1: That's it! That's what she's saying! That's what she It's the That's right
0: word! Yeah, it's <laughs> rightly proclaiming, not studying, like not, nothing wrong with, like I said, there's nothing wrong with doing okay. that. But it's right, if you're gonna move with power, it's gotta be rightly proclaiming. And then if you read after that, it talks on about their words with eat like a canker and all this type of stuff. No good words and fair speeches come from that. So people would turn around and say, like, someone like me, oh, he's giving good words and fair speeches. But I turn around and say, no, you're giving good words and fair speeches because you're making your own knowledge from what you think is rightly divided, and you're saying how it is. So there's two ways that can go. And the point is is that we rightly proclaim, and you can only do that being energized by God, by Mm -hmm. speaking the truth. And we've seen it so many times. It's like... Danny, Amber, Minnie, even Becky, we went to Norway once and we was just speaking by God, there was people being healed, coming back from the uh I don't know if that you can remember it, Danny and Amber and Bex, but we were we come back from Norway and or we was either coming out going to Norway, we met this guy outside. And and we was just sharing, we were so excited we just sharing with this guy, and he was uh one of the biggest se- sec for Staten Oil. And we started to speak to him and, and I think, I think it was either Danny or someone prayed over him. This guy, like, you know, he's a big dude, like, you know, real, uh, together man, like very wealthy man. He was in floods of tears, like, you know, from the words we spoke and everywhere we went, God was just opening up doors because we was ready to speak. And I think if we are ready, here I am, Lord, send me, I'll speak, I'll be bold, no matter the circumstances, the situation, whether it's in the cafeteria, whether it's the, airport, whatever, like, wherever it is, I'll speak thy word. Like, I will speak thy word. If you make that declaration to God, he's going to open up doors for you that you're not opening, but he's opening. And that's when people can, you know, come from darkness to light, you know, in a most spectacular way. And God is into the spectacular. He's into the miraculous. So, yeah, Jan is bang on on that. And uh, God bless her heart. And I, we've met her. Me and Danny have met her when we went to San Diego. Lovely so anyway, with that, I better get on. I better get ask someone else to share. But thank you, John, ever so much. I love you, brother. I love you. I love you. Join up at any time. Bring your guitar with you. <laughs>